Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, March 5th, 2020. I'm Rich Droppolino. TCL showed off two prototype devices with flexible screens. The first was a working unit of their Trifold phone, first showed off as a non-functioning unit at CES this year. The device is a 6.65-inch phone when folded down and expands into a 10-inch tablet. The phone uses two distinct hinge designs to fold flat, and TCL demonstrated using it in a two-pane fold as well. The other device featured a sliding design with a screen that rolls into the back of the phone. A dummy device was demoed by TCL, but a video concept showed a motorized screen unrolling at the push of a button. TCL says it's experimenting with dozens of form factors and has no timeline for these devices to come to market. General Motors announced a new battery called Ultium that uses a pouch-style cell instead of cylindrical cells, which can be stacked vertically or horizontally. Ultium's 50 to 200 kilowatt hour range can get up to 400 miles on a charge. GM added aluminum to reduce the cobalt content by 70%. Ultium's cost could be below $100 per kilowatt hour. GM plans to have 20 electric nameplates by 2023, with the first three coming in the next few months. Its plant in Hamtrak, Michigan, will be retrofitted to produce autonomous and electric vehicles, and battery cells are to be supplied from a factory run by a joint venture with LG Chem in Lordstown, Ohio. India's Supreme Court has sided with cryptocurrency exchanges that were banned in April 2018 by the central bank, barring banks from offering any services to support digital currencies. The court struck down the RBI's curbs, which would let virtual currency investors and businesses in India push against stricter rules being planned by the government and participate in projects such as Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency. The Supreme Court is separately hearing another case, which will decide on regulations for digital currencies. The Indian Central Bank has been exploring creating a sovereign-backed digital currency and said private coins like Bitcoin increase potential for money laundering and other illegal activities. 9to5Google reports that Google Stadia began rolling out support for 4K gameplay in a web browser. Previously, this was limited to playing on a Chromecast Ultra or a supported smart TV. A Stadia Pro subscription and at least a 35 megabit per second connection are needed to access 4K as part of the best visual quality setting on Stadia. Google announced it hired former Sony game development leader Shannon Studstill to head a new Stadia game and entertainment studio. According to Stadia VP Jade Raymond, the new studio will focus on exclusive games, using new gameplay mechanics, creative ways to play together, and unique interaction models that we're just starting to explore. Apple updated its App Store review guidelines. These now state that developers must submit new and updated apps using the iOS 13 SDK and implement sign-in with Apple for apps that offer other services to log in with, both starting April 30th, 2020. Apple also announced that new apps in the dating and fortune-telling categories will be rejected unless they provide a unique, high-quality experience. Developers will also no longer be able to use custom notifications to ask for a user review, and apps can now send advertising push notifications if a user authorizes them. Realme launched the Realme Band, a fitness wearable that costs 1,499 Indian rupees, or about $20 US. The band is IP68 waterproof rated and includes a 160 by 80 one-inch screen with a virtual button to change functions. An accelerometer wakes the band's display when you raise it from your wrist, and it includes customizable watch faces and smartphone notifications. 
The band supports heart rate monitoring, sleep tracking, gives movement reminders, and has nine modes to track activity for individual sports, including cricket. The band is available on Realme's website and comes to Amazon on March 9th. OnePlus announced it now offers home service and repair for devices in select cities in India, including Bangalore, Mumbai, Delhi, Hyderabad, Chennai, and Punai, with plans to expand to all Tier 1 and several Tier 2 cities in the country. Users can apply for service using the OnePlus Care app, choose a time for service, and submit their location. OnePlus is also offering free pickup and drop-off device service, something already offered in India by Realme and Xiaomi. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, Apple informed Apple Store technical support staff that replacement iPhones will be in short supply for the next two to four weeks, presumably as a result of supply chain issues from the COVID-19 outbreak. Apple employees also said that individual parts, like screens and camera components, are in short supply as well. Apple advised support staff to offer mail-in replacement iPhones and provide loaner devices to customers to help ease the shortage. And finally, Forbes reports on Project Sandcastle from the cybersecurity startup Corellium, which allows Android to be run within iOS. Project Sandcastle uses the check rain jailbreak to launch and is limited to iPhone 7, 7 Plus, and the current generation iPod Touch. It runs Android 10, although major items like the camera and Google Play Store do not currently work. Corellium researcher David Wang previously got Android running on an original iPhone model and is currently being sued by Apple for creating software versions of the iPhone for security and testing. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.